two misguided coaches, one formidable goal. This is the Centre Pass Podcast. Welcome back to the Centre Pass Podcast for another week. Two misguided coaches and a goal cam that is now a step closer thanks to getting into the top four. So firstly, mate, congratulations. Yeah, mate, finals netty, time to get excited. We've obviously been thinking about this for a wee while and we've been on the edge of finals nitty for some time but we have had to wait for it to be official and finally for us that was confirmed over the weekend Cam you weren't there unfortunately but you must have been seriously relieved once those other scores started to trickle through. Yeah as we described last week in the end of the situation that we needed to either take a bonus point from this game or for Easton to win for us to lock up the top four. And so I was away this weekend with a bit of work and um, I was in the airport watching our scores and I, I have told you about how the scores were a bit glitched. So they were mm. going up in random bouts and you know someone would score almost 20 points unanswered and, then, <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, oh my God, Stressing what the hell out. is happening? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, once the scores all came in, uh, you know, it's time to calm down a bit, but it was pretty intense and I was a bit nervous watching from the, you know, score updates on the phone in the airport. Yeah, well, hey, we won't reveal, I guess, what happened in the game just yet. Let's just give you a bit of a rundown on what you can expect. Obviously, we're going to have the game wrap and the training wrap and the lead up to that game. We'll also have a player's reactions to qualifying for the semi-finals as well as the situation exactly when and where we'll be playing. Of course, we'll have our regular segment, Dear Diary, as well. And unfortunately, Machu's mishap continues to surface and is here for another week. So lots to look forward to for some of you, not necessarily myself. But Cam, let's get straight into the training wrap in the head uh, in the lead up to the game. It was a pretty good training. I thought we had really good numbers as we generally tend to do. We were missing our star shooter KP, but otherwise it was it was a pretty good training. I thought. Yeah, we chose a few things to work on, and it went quite well. We um, had good energy throughout the training, and I think uh, we learned something from that. So that's the main thing. Yeah, and I guess for us it was really important just to acknowledge that it was the end of the regular season and so it was a chance to reflect a little bit on what we'd achieved so far. Of course we were hoping to get into the semi-finals, which we have done, but there's nothing that was confirmed at that stage. So for us it was just about enjoying ourselves, a bit of netball touch, a bit of half court and a bit of full court I guess as well with, uh, with white as we generally tend to do. So I thought it was a really good training though just to keep the girls relaxed and I guess reflective a little bit as well as we sort of started to look towards the end of the season, which now for us is a couple of weeks away. You know, a journey through to this point that mm. creates you know a, a building block from each week, and you know, I think we just continue to do that. Yeah, that's it. And so I think it's probably fair we just jump straight in to the game wrap, and we it was a big game. Obviously, it was another nine a.m. game, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later on, but. It was the first 9am game, if you don't, uh, it was the first 9am game cam, if you don't mind me leading here, where it didn't actually feel like a 9am game. The players arrived, a lot of energy, even, you know, some of the players who were a little bit kind of lethargic seemed to be a little bit more alert, which I thought boded really, really well for us. But unfortunately, 
we were missing KP, our star shooter, and that just allowed Meyer and Claire to step up. And so we went into the game having given both of them a lot of shooting practice just to really get the iron and to dial in. And so we went into the game with a bit of confidence and a lot of energy, which was awesome. But we started off the game on the back foot, unfortunately. We ended up losing the first quarter by a goal, seven goals to eight. And that was great for us. That was a chance for us to just get back in the huddle and just say, look, we're, we're really, we're right there. It's goal for goal and we're not too far away. Yeah, mate, like one goal down, it's just, just a shot. Exactly, mate. And so in the second quarter, we came out there with a bit of energy as well, but we just we were just a little bit misfiring in some areas. We ended up losing the second quarter five goals to eight to take us to a halftime score of 12 goals to 16. Still very much in the hunt, Cam, but still needing to just tinker a few things here and there. Yeah, look, it's hard to say because I was obviously not there, but um, I think at this point on my phone, looking at the score, we were down by... Um, sixteen to eight. So, oh, yeah, it was yeah nothing. I don't think we scored in this quarter, according to my phone during the <laughs> game. So it was a bit confusing. Yeah, I can't imagine the stress from you in the airport trying to get live updates and it failing. Unfortunately for us, we we had to make a few changes. I was very aware of managing loads and some players who have just returned from COVID and the like. And so in the third quarter, we ended up losing that one by five goals to 13 for a third quarter score of 29 goals to 17. Of course, the first two quarters for me were super stressful because we just didn't manage to break away at any stage, really. We did lead by a couple of goals, but then to come into quarter third quarter time, 29-17 down, it was hard. I must admit, it was very difficult because you know it was. It's just one quarter that that makes the biggest difference in this game, and and we've had games like this as well. To be fair, Cam, where we've had a, a giant quarter, and that has separated us from the other side. But it was really important, I think, for myself to shift the mindset from okay, competitive. You know, getting ang- not angry, but getting a little bit frustrated with things not working. The energy levels were just right down. We sort of just allowed them to dictate a bit of play physically. So we need to work on that in training. But to to go into third quarter time with a 12-goal deficit, it wasn't easy. Yeah, look, you, we knew that we were chasing the bonus point for a guarantee. So I think you, know, you shift it and you go, at that point you go, we're not chasing 12 points, but we're chasing enough to get us into the, the bonus point. But um, yeah, it's always tough, but you just have to keep playing the ball, don't you? That's it. You've, you've just got to get... I think this is where coaching is so important. It's not necessarily always about delivering the skills and delivering the tactics, even though, Cam, you do a fantastic job of that. In these sorts of situations, the head just stays down, the energy is gone. So what can you actually do to fire up a team to get them back out there on court and to actually perform to the level that I think that we know they can play at? And so that was my biggest test from Saturday, was how do I get these girls back up for this last quarter so that A, we end on a high, and B, we actually can see the level that we can play to. And then we also had some help from Izzy, who's unfortunately injured for the rest of the season, but came along. She also suggested some maybe some personnel changes, which we enacted, and they were very, very successful. We ended up winning the final quarter cam, seven goals to four to, to finish at 33-24. We missed out on a bonus point there, obviously, which kind of left our fate, our top four fate, 
in the hands of the other game, which thankfully for us was immediately after. But yeah, it was a, it was a nervous wait, I think, Cam, to hear the result of that. Yeah, I think uh, you know you could reasonably count on the team that hadn't lost yet to continue to win, but you, you can never count out TNC. And um, when I finally got a chance to sort of look at that score, and that was partway through, but the gap had started to sort of open up, I started to relax a little. Yeah, I watched the game because it was just it was literally on the court next to us, and the final score there I think was thirty-two goals to thirteen to Easton, which, as I mentioned before, ensured that we got to play some finals netty in our first ever season of coaching. Cam, awesome. Yeah, exactly. I think you know once we got to the second half of the season, the goal was always you know get to semi-finals and and then see where it goes from there because it's two games of you know, netball away. Exactly. There's, there's not as much mentally riding on a game, I think, in terms of, well, we have to get this and we have to get that in order to sit here and sit here. It's basically just do or die now. And that allows us as coaches, I think, to feel like we've got not that much to lose in our first season of netball and how we start to work on players as they prepare for this weekend as well is going to be super important because we've seen, obviously, that they have the energy and they've got the ability. It's just about putting it together at the right time. Yeah, look, you know, we've shown throughout the season that we have the skills to, you know, beat any team in this division. So, um, um, come Saturday, it'll be about just executing. That's it. It's exactly right, mate. It's all about execution. Well, I've only got one final thought. I don't know whether you'll have one, Cam, given you weren't there, but I'll just take over this. And, and I think for me, the final thought from the game is, you know, despite this nine goal loss, I was just super proud. Uh, to be honest, made of the fight, particularly in that fourth quarter. You know, we we put it all together. There was a lot more energy. There was a lot more of an understanding of going out there and playing our game and not getting, re- you know, not drawing ourselves into the arm wrestle of some physical netball. You know, we just played our game. We played it with energy, and you know, we put pressure on them and they and they folded in times. So I think that sends a really important message to the other teams in the top four that we're ready to go and yeah it was a really good way to finish and something we can build on I think for this week both in training and in the game. Yeah look last two weeks we've been showing really good fight even when we sort of down whereas early in the season you know once we started going down the heads would go down and stuff like that so it's a really cool thing to see that difference Um, but yeah on to the next week. Exactly, mate. And we will talk about where and when that game will be later on in the situation. But for now, let's hear from one of the players who played in that game with our players' thoughts. You're listening to the Centre Pass Podcast. All right, so we have another one of our star midquarters. Uh, this week we've got Rushy. Uh, Rushy, firstly, mate, you played last week in the game against... Uh, goodness me, I've already lost out who it is. Who did we play against in the... College. College, yeah, College Green. Um <laughs> Was there anything that you could take away, that we could take away as a team from that game? Um, I think one thing that we noticed really late in the game, unfortunately, but from a defensive perspective, is um, they only had one shooter that could shoot. And the minute that like that clicked, me and Amanda both like just sandwiched her in, and then she just couldn't get the ball, and the only other person free was the other shooter who couldn't get it in for shit. So um, 
yeah so then we just get her rebound and then we got all the turnovers and that was like I think one of that was one of the main things that helped us win that last quarter how how important is it I guess to communicate those sorts of things it's, it's hard isn't it because you've not we've not played these teams before mm. a lot and and we're only really developing as a team as well right so how how easy is it to see that in front of you and be like oh okay here we go this is what we've got to do within the game yeah um honestly I find it quite difficult I didn't even notice it to be fair um but it was Amanda who came up to me like in the what is it the quarter time or whatever mm, mm. and she was like I'm gonna sandwich so then we just did that and it was in that moment that I actually clicked I was like wow the other shooter can't shoot and I didn't realize it until the last quarter but um yeah so communication is key between like players because as Amanda said earlier in training today that like some people will pick up on things that other people won't so, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. You're, you're so right about communication being key. You've spoken a little bit about how that's important at training. We've just finished training here uh, Thursday night, heading into this weekend's game. We have a massive, massive opportunity. We've got finals netball, you know, top four. We're playing the top team. What's the vibe like amongst the players themselves, given that we're playing semifinals? It's a big game, do or die. What's the feeling like within the team? Yeah, um, I think most of us are quite excited to be in the semis festival um, and I quite like coming in in that little underdog position. I think it's quite fun. You've got nothing to lose. You've just got to put it all out there and it's been a while since we played Eastern. I honestly don't even remember the game. So it kind of just feels like it's just like this one game that we've got to go in for and I think we're all ready for it. Yeah, I think you're right. When you think about the last couple of weeks, the results haven't obviously gone our way, but we've also had some pretty key players unavailable across those two weeks. So, you know, reasonably full strength game this Sorry about that. That's just Cam faffing about in the background. Um, In terms of, you know, we've got all our key players back this week. The team has to be feeling pretty confident, I guess, here this weekend. Yeah, I think we're all very excited. And then I think we've got a bit of confidence in our step. And we know that, like, we can just put it all out there and there's literally nothing to lose, which is the nicest way to play netball, to be honest. You literally can just leave it all out on the court. Yeah, and what's it like? So obviously we're sort of looking towards the end of the season. How have you found playing for the Fizz this year? A bit of a different vibe, obviously, with some reasonably rookie coaches. But what's the sort of vibe like in, you know, in terms of as we're looking towards the end of the season, how have you sort of found the dynamic? I mean, it's, it's a pretty unique dynamic, I, I imagine, across a whole lot of netball teams from the teams that I've seen. Yeah, um, it's been such an interesting year. I think when we started the season, you really noticed, especially us being upper grade, um, I kind of started the season, I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go. I've got two coaches who like are rookies. I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go. But then I think definitely just building that team, like bonding. And then by the time you get to know everyone, you get to know how everyone plays, how your coaches play, how, and then you guys even getting to know how we play. Um, I think that makes such a big difference and then I think you definitely saw that as our games went on we just got better and better and like you just get closer and closer and you just know you learn how to read your other players just so nice yeah yeah and I think that's a key part of the team isn't it it's about playing for each other and also just playing for the enjoyment of it as well mm-hmm. speaking of that though enjoyment aside big big game I've already said it a thousand yes. times so far <laughs> sorry we're playing Eastern top of the table team what is one thing you think that we need to do to get the big dub on Saturday? I think we need to start with some energy and I think we need to bring it out all in that first quarter and go hard but also keep our heads like don't lose our heads keep our cool and just have that energy when we're on attack and defence as well I think if we go hard on them in defence and like put the pressure on them it'll definitely make them mess up a bit and then we've got those turnovers which our girls can convert easy. Yeah, we get more turnovers in a French bakery. (laughs) Final thoughts though, is there anything that you want to add before we finish? Anything you want to sort of sign off on? 
Oh, oh, you didn't prep me for this question. <laughs> um, no, it's just been a great season. Kind of sad that it's ending all soon, but I'm um, very excited to leave it all out on the court. Hopefully we get the dub. And, yeah, excited to see how it goes. Too right. Thanks very much, mate. Appreciate it. No worries. <laughs> You're listening to the Centre Pass podcast. Well, there you go, Cam. Some Some pretty honest insights, really, into... A disappointing game, but a lot to be gained. And, and so I'm really looking forward to seeing how we all bounce back as a team this Saturday. Okay, so before we get into Dear Diary and the situation, there is, of course, the segment that everybody loves that I hate. It's the segment that everybody talks to me about off air. It's much use mishap. And it's back for another week. Uh, I, I swear, Cam, if I can get rid of much use mishap for the semi finals. And the other games that we have coming up, I will be a happy man. But until then, I only have one small mishap this week. Uh, And that small mishap is obviously everything went super smoothly on game day. I was really happy with that. The only thing, (laughs) the only thing that didn't go smoothly is the warm-up. Now, I there we have quite a lot of resources when it comes to our warm-ups, and unfortunately, I grabbed the wrong resources to lead the warm-up, and I know they come in a book. But there is like a a pack of like, I'm going to say 15 or 10 to 15 bits of card that are A4. And they have a lot of like netball smart content on it and and all that sort of stuff. And for some reason I got flustered and grabbed the netball smart content and started to really try and find, okay, uh, uh, okay, do some sprints because I was looking for it on the cards and it wasn't there. Uh, now that's not the mishap because it gets worse. The, The issue was that I obviously had to clip it back into the bag I walked back to the car and I put the bag back into the car and all but one or two of those cards are still hooked into the bag. You don't know this, so you're looking at me a little bit like, what the hell? I'm also like, the Netball Smart warm-up is on that card. What? Yeah. No, it's, really? Yeah. Gosh. I I genuinely couldn't find it. That's okay, mate. You won't (laughs) find it now. (laughs) You can see, you can see why I don't generally lead the warm-ups. It's, I think it's detrimental to the players' health just, and ability if I lead it. Just for future, mate, if you Google netball smart warm-up, pretty much the first thing, it's just a PDF, you can have it right there. <sighs> okay. I hate that. I hate that for me. Nothing like an avoidable much-use mishap. But yeah, the, the mishap for me this week is obviously having lost basically all of those bits of card in my, in the bag. So apologies to Uni Albion, I've, I've misplaced that. I know that, were they what you got from the training that we had, the Netball Smart training? The one you think? The one that I, I had to go to something else for? Yeah. Okay. Well, sorry. <laughs> sorry, mate. Sorry for losing your resources. And um, that's, that's not good. Okay, fair enough. We'll go straight to Dear Diary. We'll go straight to Dear Diary. Okay, so let's get into Dear Diary. Of course, if this is your first week, thanks for listening. But Dear Diary is a segment where we try to illustrate that we've learned something over the last seven days and we tell you, the listener, what that lesson is. And so in terms of myself, I think one thing that I've learned is just really trying to figure out how athletes sit when it comes to being down and out and how I... If I was being G'd up and how I was being motivated to get back out there and to fight, how would I best receive the information and what's the best way of delivering that information? 
So it's something that I, I guess I had to really think about in that third quarter because if the pressure was on and that third quarter wasn't as dramatic and we were only in it by, we're only trailing by four or five, I think my message probably would have been quite different. But it was about trying to ensure that I was able to be reassuring while also being calm and confident so that they could see that I wasn't stressed out and that I wasn't nervous and that I was already thinking about the next uh, opportunity. So, so I think for me it's about my own delivery in terms of figuring out what messages I need to get in terms of whether it's tight, whether it's an opportunity to win a quarter, whether it's an opportunity to find a lesson to take from it. I just need to be a bit better when it comes to communicating that somehow. Do you, do you have one even from training or in the lead up to this game, Cam? Well, I always wanted to add on to you. It's just a good thing to remind yourself that we're a process, you know, based team and the outcome doesn't matter if we just keep working for the process. The outcome comes, it comes. Yeah. Um, I do have a dear diary. It came off to me maybe a minute ago, but it's uh don't assume. Yep. So like say if you've been doing something a lot of the year, and maybe don't assume that someone else just knows how to do it. So, like, for example, say if I lead the warm-up, Netball Smart warm-up, but it's the start of every game and we begin our warm-up, and then, you know, let Machu do it once before. Don't assume he's got that nailed down. You know? <laughs> um, make sure I check in with, you know, that person. That, that's just an example. Like, I'm not saying it. You know, this is so this is so pointed um, but um <laughs> but yeah and then you know being like oh much you you know that this is where the nipple smart warm-up is or you can find <laughs> it here and then being like and you know you don't do the strength stuff it's just the stuff from beyond that and you do it all, all from beyond there like and you go yep yeah but that's my thoughts cool 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 <laughs> Cheers. Um, no, I appreciate that, man. And, and it is, I think it also illustrates just the, the the value that you bring in that space. And I think I am probably the one that needs to learn that lesson in terms of not assuming so that I know and probably need to follow you around a bit more rather than trying to get everything else sort of ironed out. But that's uh, basically, yeah, that's our dear diary for this uh, week. We do have one more section, of course, which is the situation. This is our chance to tell you where we stand heading into finals netty. The first time we'll be able to do finals netty situation cam. Very excited. But we're basically going to get straight into it. Let's crack on. Basically, the game we're going to be playing is against Easton, the top team. They finished the round robin unbeaten. As we mentioned, they beat Tyree last week 32-13. We're going to be playing that game at our favourite, sarcastic favourite time of the day, 9am out there at the Edgar Centre on the 13th of August. It should be a ding-dong battle. I'm expecting a pretty ding-dong battle cam. We did try and get a different time because obviously we have a couple of players who are students and they've got re a really important test on Saturday morning. Unfortunately, the Dunedin netball gods did not shine down on us. And so we're going to be playing at 9am. So unfortunately, we may have a player or two out, but I'm... Predicting some some big things, mate. Yeah, obviously we come up against the undefeated Eastern in the second round. And, you know, at some point they have to lose, really. Uh, yeah, so I think it's time to sort of get their dues. But, um, you know, they have 
they've played very well out throughout the year and true um you know they have helped us into the semi-finals but we're gonna help them out hopefully but no i think the the, the way they played they you know very strong defensive team you know low scoring games if we can break that and stay composed because you know we're going to probably have turnover ball so it's just about staying composed and you know not freaking out because they like to get turnovers but they also don't score at a super fast rapid rate so you know understanding that there's heaps of time to sort of get some scores and if we can get some breakaway stuff and get ahead I think we're in strong position yeah composure is going to be key I think with with turnover position because from what I've seen they don't offer a lot of turnovers but they do capitalize on turnovers that they get we've also played them before as you've already mentioned we we lost to them 31-23 a very close game and a game where we actually won one of the quarters 9-6 so that there is a lot of potential there to showcase that we on our day can get the job done for us mate it's just about making sure that we're composed that we're on the ball we're coming to the ball we're driving to the ball and we're actually just making sure that we're getting those crisp passes in i think if we do that and we play simple cam we're in with a very very good chance of a real final yeah play our netty and go out and win that's it mate that's exactly it well there you have it mate another episode done and dusted our 18th episode and we're almost on the road to 20 episodes, but until then, if you do have any feedback and want to get in touch with us, there are quite a few ways you can do that. You can send us a DM on Instagram at center underscore pass underscore NZ. You can also get in touch with us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash center pass podcast, or you could just simply send us an email center.pass.nz at gmail.com. And oh, goodness man. me. <laughs> gmail.com just to clear that up that that's not a mishap okay we're recording quite early in the morning and that's that's not on the mind to just clear that up too it's just it's just early it's just early anyway center.pass.nz at gmail.com uh so please please don't mix that up like i did anyway before i sort of get into a laughing fit i'm going to leave it there cam as always mate it's it's a pleasure doing this coaching work with you just want to finish the episode by saying it was Cam's birthday this week. So happy birthday again, mate, from all of the Centre Pass community. And, uh, you know, 26, but not doesn't look a day over 32. So really good to have you uh, coaching on this journey with me, mate. And until next time, have a fantastic week and we'll talk to you about the result next week. See you. Thank you and bye. Thanks for listening to Centre Pass. Check out centre underscore pass underscore NZ on social media and on Spotify for more.